Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience. And today I'm joined by my friend, Mark, founder and instructor at jazzguitarlessons.net. How are you doing today, Mark? Hey, good. Thank you. Really glad to have you here today. So would love to kind of just get started by figuring out a little bit of your, your backstory, how you got started in this field um, and where you were at kind of prior to joining Kajabi. Okay. It's going to take a minute, but uh, basically I got formal training, formal musical training. I'm here in Canada and towards the end of high school, I decided I wanted to pursue music, you know, seriously, professionally. So as things go, your teachers in, in high school will tell you, do you want to do classical music or jazz, you know, conservatory style or jazz? Because the jazz is serving the pop side of all of this. So I went, ah, I'll do jazz. And after that, I fell in love with that kind of music. You know, it's a, a very expressive art form, if you will. It's a, an American art form, purely the improvisation side really that, that really gelled with me. So I did my schooling. And after that, uh, I became a professional player and also a teacher because most musicians can't really make ends meet, especially at the time I graduated just by, by performing. So I played a lot, I recorded, etc. I was Montreal that time. And then I was starting to teach in grade schools, you know, teaching kids the Suzuki method just of classical guitar. I was teaching in music schools, like, you know, the music store music school, that type of thing, where they sell the guitar and then they want to teach mm -hmm. you lessons. So I started to do that. And um, the, the real deal happened when I sort of made, hey, I'll make a blog, I'll make a website. And I founded, it was actually January 1st, 2009, where I registered the domain jazzguitarlessons.net. So I remember this like it was yesterday. So that's sort of the, the prequel. I've played a lot of different music, you know, rock and blues and more heavy stuff, progressive metal and jazz. But I sort of took uh, the, the whole like performance and stuff, took a backseat to be becoming an instructor and a coach uh, online. Very cool. Well, yeah, I'd love to even just zoom in a little bit more onto that that January of 2009, where you realized, hey, I think I, I've got something. I want to create some content for people. Like, what was kind of the mindset there? What led you to the blog and wanting to move in that direction? I, I just found, uh, well, I love computers. <laughs> That's one thing. Like, um, when I started to study in university here, I was in computer science. Also, I have a degree, a bachelor's degree in statistics. So I'm a stats guy. I'm also an actuary by training, but not by trade, right? So I just... I started the website and I found this thing, which uh, it's not a promotion, but they're probably still going. It's called Site Build It SBI. So it's an old sort of website builder where they help you figure out the SEO, what keywords you want to look for. And I just, I didn't know, like I just registered a domain, like I'm, I'll make this page about XYZ jazz guitar legend, like Joe Pass or Wes Montgomery. And I'll start there. And what's going to happen? I'm going to put ads on the website, maybe. And you know, the term, even blogging wasn't like, at that time, YouTube was not even owned by Google yet. You know, that's way back in the day, right? So I started to do that. And then I started to offer my private teaching actually, hey, take a lesson with me on Skype. I was amongst the first guys online to do that. Uh, and I started to get some clients, you know, in the UK, uh, in Australia, etc. And that that's a moment where I my plan was like, put a website up and we'll see. It was by no means going to, you know, build a, let's say, a career or becoming a full-time instructor, but it's, you know, it followed suit through exper experimentation. So it's kind of started out as like an advertising channel for you. Yeah. Got it. It could, it could have been like, hey, I'll build this and then I'll get known for to be that guy that has a website and then I can perform more, or, you know, sell more albums or whatever the case may be, make connections on it. And I did, uh, but it, it sort of took the route of instead of, well, with COVID, it's been, <laughs> it's been good that I don't have any gigs lined up, but 
it took the route of instead of the career as a performer, it just became the career as hey, show people stuff. And I think it's right in line with the you know the my the, the best good I can do in the world, like the calling. I, I think I'm better as an instructor than as a performer. Very cool. <laughs> my slice of life, my two cents. So I guess at what point did you realize that you had something there, and like where did kind of your transition move over into Kajabi? When when did that kind of come into play? So it's a long thing because since 2009, a lot of different things happened in the world of online stuff, as well sure. as through the, my website, the, the pages, the content. So one of the first things that happened, I sold a course and I mean a single a la carte, hey, learn your scales type of thing. And I put this up on Udemy back then. And Udemy is still going strong. It's a big company. Sure. But I was one of the early adopters of Udemy. And it sort of, it just made sense. So I published there and I think I made three or four more in the same vein of like, you know, pay 29 bucks and learn your scales, right? And then around, I would say 2014, 2015, I, I figured Udemy started to change their pricing tier and structure the commission to, to the instructor, to the teacher was different. So I made my own website and uh, it was competition for you, actually. It's Teachable. Yep. And Teachable got me. I'll tell you the only reason they got me because you were in your platform and you wanted to build a course on Teachable. They don't have that feature anymore. Thank God. You just went up there and go click import from Udemy. So they just sort of scraped my content off of Udemy. Mm-hmm. And then I had a store sort of now I can charge my own price and bring my own traffic and whatever. And it's funny because at that point, Kajabi was still called the new Kajabi, like 2015. Yep. Yep. And I made an experiment on getting all of this stuff on a WordPress e-commerce platform where I could sell my stuff. I've been in and out of the new Kajabi to try the platform. And unfortunately, or unfortunately, I stuck to Teachable until 2019. And in 2019, uh, I guess you guys don't offer that service anymore, but there was a, a migration that's been done by a team of you guys. And it was, it was tremendous, called like VIP experience. We have over 100 products. Because now I I have it as a single unit. Uh, it's a course, right? So start here, do all of this. But there's a hundred songs. So right there, that's a hundred different. Pro- they're not products, but they're you know I have to make it into yeah. a Kajabi product. And on top of that, there's all the modules now. The old courses I used to call the module. I call the modules now because what I consider the course is the the bundle is the course. It's called Jaspar Mastery now. So really, my evolution into using Kajabi was honestly getting getting having a hard time with Teachable, some of the features and the simplicity and the stuff and the managing of the customers, etc. So I just, I made the switch and I sort of, I'm letting the other one fizzle, the Teachable side, and I just ramped up the Kajabi side. So it it was sort of a process rather than just like, oh, let me adopt Kajabi, right? And when I adopted it, as you can probably see some of my pins, like my pins, my hoodie, my cup, like all the the Kajabi hero stuff, I had it because I I launched when I I used Kajabi. So we're going to launch this thing. It's a it's called Jazz Star Mastery. So within the first two or three days, I got like three pins already <laughs> in Refuse. So it was a, I love it. And I, it was really encouraging the support and the way, one of the biggest thing that's happening, and maybe I'm jumping the gun on the interview, but I just noticed how much Kajabi evolved between 2015 and 2020. And I'm like, ah, this is where I should, you know, I'm putting all my eggs in the same basket. This is working. And even now, jumping the gun, at the moment we're talking, I'm going to eradicate, all the stuff is going to be hosted 
posted on Kajabi. So it means 300 blog posts, the podcast, the this, the that, the that. I'm just migrating the entire website there. Because uh, lately, Kajabi has had a custom sending domain feature added. And I'm like, I don't need another CRM. I don't need a, I don't need a convert kit or a, you know, Infusionsoft or Drip or Aweber or MailChimp. I, I don't need that anymore because I can do it all from one place. So it's been a process, but it's been every time I've been, ah, all right, let me put my trust, uh, a little more trust, a little more trust. And now it's like, oh, wow, you know, we're, we're getting married for life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm interested. What, what percentage of your business would you say is offline versus online? Oh, a hundred percent online. That's cool. So like at what point or was there a point to where you kind of had that aha moment to where your business was truly an online, a fully online business Did that happened progressively naturally, or did it just, did you just go all in? It's a long story because it, it happened progressively. So there's a time where I went, Hey, I'm in my late twenties. I want to finish that statistics degree and become an actuary. Let me do it. So I sort of put the website on hold and it's kept growing because of SEO, right? People kept finding the videos and somehow had this mailbox full of emails. I didn't reply. I'm like, I don't have time for this. So it's like after coming back from that bachelor's degree, I looked at my options, like local jobs and whatever. Met my wife, actually. We're married and we have a kid now. So I met someone in California, in your part of the world, actually. And I had a mailing list, a modest one, like eight, ten thousand. And it's like, how often do you email them? Like, never. Like, dude, what are you doing? So we had this conversation and sort of the week after I started to send emails, I said, I'm going to dust my old products and start to promote them again, look at a website, whatever. Then I met a coach, kudos, by the way, find him, Scott Miller. He's a sort of business coach to a more niche type of business like restoration and damage mitigation businesses. But anyways, a good friend started to teach him guitar. He started to give me unsolicited advice. And then I'm like, oh, what do you know? It's like, oh, I'm going to help you sell your courses because he wanted to learn guitar. So this sort of happened. And then I guess, you know, in 2014, 2015, I'm like, well, I guess this is what I do now. So it's the click was very progressive. You're going back to school, putting this stuff on hold, then getting it back to it and going like, hey, you know, I can probably extract a decent living wage off of just working on this and teaching students all on Skype, whatever. So it's just it's snowballed on me, if you will. It's more of a yeah. <laughs> surrender to life and then life's going to show you where to go type of thing. Well, tell me, like getting up and running, like when you started making that transition, what were some of the challenges that you faced, the hurdles you had to overcome to really gain that traction in this new online space? Well, number one, it, it was a battle for SEO. And even though it's a very small niche, because I am i don't teach guitar, guitar, I teach jazz guitar. Well, now now at least I'm not whatever the future is going to hold. I don't know. Sure. But SEO was a big one because I was pre-YouTube. Now YouTube, I wouldn't say I'm dominant, but I there's some work we're doing on it. Uh, one of the challenges also was actually my coach, Scott. I just went, I have all these pages and blog posts. You want the sheet music? It's there. Click because sheet music doesn't appear well on a page, right, or on a phone. So just download. It's a PDF. And Scott just told me the little idea. It's like, why don't you put this behind an email, not a paywall, but just an email prompt? Of course, I told him that's impossible. It's going to be too much work. Blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> I did. It. I had about a hundred or so or more pieces of content like this. So I just gated them all uh, behind. Uh, I used lead pages actually at that time. So it's a lead box, right? Click, open, email, boom, and. Overnight, I had five, 10 leads a week, you know, just getting signing up for the newsletter. And now it turned into like 500 <laughs> a week. So that was a challenge to go like, who am I going to sell to? How do I fuel that mailing list? So that was a big, it was a big challenge. So it was solved almost instantly like this. Of course, I was kicking and screaming, but I still did it because Scott. And uh, one of the other challenges that came around my time where I adopted Kajabi uh, doing a segue from Teachable was, you know, everybody got on a band 
bandwagon, the subscription thing. Like, you know, pay 29 bucks a month and access all my stuff. Then when you have people that have monthly charges, you have a lot of expired credit card. Yep. If people have canceled, you're looking at your retention rate, etc. So the challenge was this. And now it went, we're going to charge for the thing for a year, period. You get it or you don't. So that solved <laughs> a whole bunch of issues, right? Because if the credit card is expired after a year, it's like, do you want it for another year or no? You know, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. But fighting with people for retention and making sure they're happy and whatever. So that, that was a big one. And maybe lastly, I tend to be, um, what's the word, industrious or, um, you know, someone that produces a lot of stuff. So bundle this into a membership of sorts. And then people, after a while, when you have too much, people will say, I got your thing. Where do I start? What's what? Should I learn the songs or should I learn this technique or the score or whatever? And we solved it by actually, I used um, a detour on the Kajabi library, which the library, there's a redirect I put in the code where it goes to a product. Our product is called Concierge, like the bellboy in a hotel, right? And it just, it's telling you over now, well, it's 125 weeks. It's telling you what to do on that given week. Start here, do all of this. So we just put the entirety of the content. We just aligned it in one single line. Just start here and do all that. Of course, people are going to go faster, going to go slower, going to try and look at the bonuses instead. But that was one of the challenge, which is engagement. How do you engage with people when you have so much stuff? And people come in at all kinds of different levels, you know, because jazz is sort of, we require people to already play. You've been playing guitar but you're getting into jazz that's our niche so people come in they're like heavy metal shredders but other people play folk guitar and other guys play classical guitar so that's been another big challenge as to how do you you know make it straight and make it seem organized at least yeah what would you say has been one of the i guess the best ways to get your your content priced and packaged in such a way that your your audience is receptive to it i'm gonna quote so tremendous guy Uh, i i don't make a commission off of this but i'll tell you till t-i-l-l Boadella. He's sort of a launch expert. So I took his trainings and worked with him in the course of a year and has a process called the MAP. It is brilliant, super easy. Uh, when you brand a product, you price it, you have to have a unique blend of M, unique mechanism. A is audience and P is promise. So typically says a lot of the people, they have two, but not the three. When you have the three, it's like boom. So the best way to do the mechanism for us, is that concierge thing. Concierge is weekly, go uh, week by week on your on your content and now i rebrand it even beyond just delivering it's like it's called the concierge method it's a way to think it's a framework it's like you know the old way is doing that with your teacher now my way is the concierge method so that mechanism has been trem- tremendously helpful the audience you validate you get proof of concept through your conversion rates and whatever and the promise has been one to, to tweak as well it's like what are you going to get out of this and so the map is one way to bundle it and present it and the pricing side is just a yearly thing you know, between four and eight hundred dollars. You know, anything above a thousand dollars, you have to get on a call. Like nobody's gonna <laughs> put their credit card for. You know, so the, just dealing with that guy. I, I met another copywriter and other people along the way that helped me, just like by sheer dumb luck. Again, like Scott, until really just helped me put a framework to it. Then we launched and it exploded. So I'm like, ah, proof of concept, right? Validation. So MAP. And uh, getting something priced yearly instead of the old challenge of I have all these individual products. You can buy this, you can buy that, you can buy an ebook or do you want a private lesson? It's like now it's like, no, no, no. Here's a bundle. Here's a product. Get it. 
MEP, you know, does that answer your question? I'm sorry. I went like, yeah, that's great. That's great. I guess, you know, you've had a lot of things that went really well and went really right. Kind of looking back on things, what would you say are some of kind of the key lessons that you've learned putting this together? Like, how would you fast track this for someone else who is just getting started? Like, what are some of the top points for you? Yeah, we, we are actually, I'm working with some other people in different niches of guitar to fast track their process. I, I'm not going to be the instructor on that one, but for one thing, MEP, uh, as I mentioned, but also have one clear, consistent offer that you can put in a funnel so that people, it's evergreen, right? So people just get in the funnel and get the offer or not. So, you know, take your best shot at saying, hey, you subscribe. Thanks for getting your email. Take your best shot at making the sale early on, but offer one thing, not here's a page with 50 products you can choose from and they're all priced at $19. Like, don't do that. <laughs> so that's, that, that's been a, a mistake actually, or, you know, a learning phase. And the, the other thing that I've started to do only about a year ago is I coach people so the music thing it's you know you take a private lesson you know you're a kid and you go to that lady's house and you spend half an hour so that, that's my wife actually she's a piano teacher and that's whatever dollars that's fifty dollars whatever that's the price so getting for a musician to just um, divorce this concept and go no 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 i'm not teaching private lessons i'm not exchanging my time for money i have this coaching platform and it's actually a mine is called jazz guitar accelerator and it's 12 months and it's a perfect fit the people that get the course they're actually leads to get onto that thing so you let the funnel sort of feed itself you sell a course and then you get people for your coaching so it's a get get an offer for a course of sorts and if you're like consultant coach whatever get a it's a high ticket offer the coaching is financially it's an investment and a time investment as well so i would just say start with these two offers and race that and don't think of anything else right just early on uh, and that's what i'm doing actually with uh colleagues just tweak two offers and if you get on a call some with someone that might want the coaching, it's not a good fit either for the pricing or for other reasons. You can always downsell the, the course, say, well, you could do it on your own with that stuff here, you know, and that's hosted on Kajabi. Tell me, like, what what were what are some of the, the things that you discovered perhaps later on in the game? Any anything that you found out like once you got up and running and like once you had this this course in motion, you had your pipelines and your funnel set up, what was kind of the next step or the next challenge you had to overcome? Probably do, overcoming right now, actually, just conversion rate, you know, um, optimizing. I wouldn't say scaling yet because scaling is a big, ugly word like, oh, but uh, I'm getting a positive return on YouTube ads, which is not tremendous, but it's encouraging. Uh, so I would say that that's one of the challenge, which is just, hey, it's working now. So can we just keep that, you know, again, two offers and optimize it. Look at the messaging in a certain email. Look, make sure that you're like striking home with the proper audience. So all of these things, actually, I talked to someone earlier this afternoon to which I think we're going to start to work on that uh, in a form of either coaching a consultancy. But the big mistake I used to do, and I had a coach back then, local coach for business said that you know everything's running your way everything's going and you have these things and you know how close you are to all messing it up like a house of cards you're just gonna destroy it because everything's going well and now you don't know what to do so you're gonna mess it up completely so i think the reverse of that's like let things in place run just tweak them and measure the effectiveness of your 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 change so optimize would be the the big takeaway 
I think. I'm curious, what have you found to be most effective in terms of, of optimizations? Like what are you what are you looking into um, at this stage? Well, right now for the past say six months or, or so, we have an evergreen funnel. So that's, you know, it's a play on word to say that we launched and we got validation. So we turned it into a movable cart close date. So, hey, you get, you opt in today and people say, well, it's sort of a lie or cheat. Like it's, it is in a way, but then it's automated. So go, we replicate the process from day zero for when you come in with your email. So that that's one of the strategies that works well because it's that's a big difference in, you know, you have the pricing page. Of course, it depends on the company. If I want to get Kajabi, I want a pricing page. I want to get Kajabi today, start my free trial now. I don't need a funnel to tell me they're going to open in two weeks. But for my, you know, information product, I sort of have to hold off a little bit, close the gate and go, no, it's not available at all times. It's just we're telling you it's going to open on that date. And then there's value, right? So that's been optimized. And then once it opens, there's this urgency. In a way, it's artificial. But in another way, it's a great way to differentiate between tire kickers and just people that are serious. So if people are engaged and serious and get the email, they really want to get in. While a tire kicker might, you know, click and get it and then look at it and go, no, I want a refund, whatever. We don't offer refunds anymore. That's another big lesson. It's like you get it or you don't. But it's we don't do that. So be sure that you looked at all the information before you get in. I'm really interested when you said you don't offer refunds like tell me more about that like what was the the tipping point for you in that area putting a launch together and till again i'm gonna kudos to till his approach is pretty simple you have an authority period mine happens to have six videos and the six videos is you know the map the m the unique mechanism you start off by saying hey here's a five ten minute video where i'm gonna destroy the old way and show you my mechanism second video is like hey here's how you you don't buy any i don't have anything for sale but you can pick up your guitar tonight and you can implement that mechanism my concierge the third video i share a, a secret on how to learn songs something i teach your private students whatever so it's sort of a, you know you're sort of making sure you have an authority as a figure in teaching that and that's a total of six videos so it's a warm-up that is also has a timer countdown timer that's custom to you through an email link through this and that i've told you about my mechanism enough I, you know about me uh, we have a case study of a successful students or more right the testimonials all right now i tell you what's in it and from that you can take and i don't hold off like here's exactly what you get and that's a price tag no beating around the bush no this no that so knowing that there's no refund you know that's also it's, it's yeah. not a small case like no 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 big there's no you know enough about this to know if it suits you or no so it has the side of chasing off people that are like oh there's no refund i don't want to take it and there's also the commitment aspect so it plays on the psychology of using the thing making the progress learning the guitar sitting you just flunked 500 bucks on that thing for the year so you need to sit down with your guitar and make the most out of it so that's that's where the philosophy came from and also i saw other websites that's like you know you have to sell your guarantee you have to you know put it out there whatever i'm like actually no you know we've done that for these 29 bucks a month like oh you want a refund for your last three months because you didn't use it okay fine now we're just like no. it's sort of we streamlined it so the the refund no refund policy is sort of a way to streamline everything and of course if someone has a an issue or he's on it's a yearly subscription and they forgot to cancel it's like look i'm not using it i paid the first year i'm not gonna pay for a second okay fine we'll refund but it's just sort of um 
I think people started to take us very seriously as well. And ever since I increased the price, so I told you it's 500 bucks a year now. And since we put the no refund policy, I've never received that many uh, praise emails. They just go, your product is the best, whatever. It's like, where was those, those guys when this was nine bucks a month? It was the same content. Yeah. The psychology of the pricing, it, it plays it plays in that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean, it's it's something that I wouldn't, at least from, from my exposure, I, I, I wouldn't say that that's common. Like, it seems like everyone's very strongly uh, in in trying to trying to focus in on like provide a satisfaction guarantee, but like that's really cool how that worked out for you because it almost gave you a sense of, of credibility. Would you say that you, you did you already have that credibility established before you initiated the no refund policy, or did that that when did that happen? Uh, yeah, I think the credibility was there. Now it was just like another step up. Like, look, there is more content than anyone else on the web. There is more quality. There is more support. There is more of a Again, the, the concierge, the, the path that you follow A to Z. There's more, like, name it, there's more of it. So yeah. when I get an email going, uh, competition, well, side competition, truefire.com, they offer guitar lessons. They used to sell them on VHS and DVDs and whatever. Right now it's a su- subscription. They have a tiny portion of their website that's jazz. And they say, well, I could go to Truefire and pay X amount per month and get more stuff. Like, go. But you're not, I know you're not going to get the same amount of jazz training because you're going to get this instructor and this other guy and this other guy. How does this relate how the while the mastery my, my jazz our mastery it's streamlined it's me it's all from the it's i'm the mastermind behind it so there's um like not a, an actual fake kind of confidence but it's like well the people that take it are successful when they do what i tell them they are successful so it, the, the reputation was all already there but I just i played on it going like uh, you know you it's like <laughs> I, I guess it's take it or leave it and it just simplified yeah. the you know the support the emails and whatever sure Going back, would you have done it any sooner? Yeah. Uh, what what phase would you have uh, have done that? Like from the very get go, or mm, no? I would have um, because I had not a lot of content back then, right? Yeah. From the get go, one of the big milestones for me was Tune of the Month Club. <laughs> that was like tying myself to this in the studio and shooting songs. So one tune a month. So we went, oh, we're gonna do this for like fifty songs, right? So that's like four years, and it was none of that. But I charge. I'm like, you can get this for nine bucks a month. So for nine bucks a month, you can get the new song that's coming out and say it's like a magazine subscription right so if you're subscribed for these three months here then you keep your copy forever right so i wasn't game to offer a no refund whatever it's like i was building it and the the when at the point where i would the no refund say when we started to say it's yearly or nothing that's where i would have said and it's a problem i, I impl- uh, implemented the no refund policy about six months after i started to offer yearly payments of course there's one thing i do yearly payments 500 bucks or you can do six payments of whatever so that's over six months or tell people well after you're done paying your six months you get six more months of access and it's it's already paid for so that's been helping for people that don't have 500 bucks right away or they're not sure with the trust like eh, i don't want to pitch 500 bucks at a guy online so you can just split it off and uh Cool. I, I know that like everything in life, when you're when you're listening listening to this through this perspective, it's not always necessarily a fork in the road. But just like thinking back to the to the fork in the road, if you will, like had you gone on to just continue like private instruction, private trainings, like what's changed for you as a result of the shift to online business? One of the 
biggest shifts if I relating it back to almost like being a guitar teacher, guitar instructor for people. So the, the course people buy, I'm less of their guitar instructor. I'm more of a persona in their camera. I'm like, they know me, but they don't, yeah. I don't know them. Right. That's one thing. The coaching side where I call the accelerator, the big change that is, it's not even doable in, in real life. And uh, you can only do it online is the, the way the students get support. So in my accelerator, there are about just, I think you can have 10 or 15 ways in which you can get support. There's a little chat bubble. You can comment. You, the students can submit a video and get reviewed. There's a group call. There's, you know, there's tons of things. Well, if you're a one-on-one instructor, you get to my house, we play, and then you go home and that's it. I, I don't want you to call me. Like, don't call me. Right? That's, that's one of the, the big, uh, one of the big changes. And also sideline to that, I find that any information product, I think there's typically too much stuff. So that's why I say my Jazz Guitar Mastery is 125 weeks, but that's two years and a half. Like you will need two to three years to finish all this content that's why it's a subscription it's a yearly subscription but uh, the, the good news is that's more like the encyclopedia it's a whole library drink from the fire hydrant like you get all the songs you get everything it's not even drift it's like boom but concierge tells you that's week one that's week two that's week so that there's that they can still cherry pick and move around but they also they have an order that's really precise with the coaching side it's interesting because there's actually less stuff there's less songs less materials whatever but you're held to a higher level of accountability for achieving things meaning my students bob has to sit here this week he looks at his planner there's a spreadsheet i have the spreadsheet on my computer as well and this week he, he owes me this song in a video so it's like raising the heat on these guys like hey you have to do this but the amount of content is minimal i say it's not even 10 percent, so maybe five percent but you're tied to uh so, so that's a big like fork in the road for just a private guitar teacher in a studio can't provide the sort of channels of support and can't provide that sort of of, hey, this is the roadmap for your year. We're going to tailor it to you. But on those dates, you know you're expected to film stuff, send it your, your way and participate to the group call. Almost like It's almost like a yoga class, you know, of all these guys and then they come and we play together and we do a workout. It's guitar workout. So that's um, practically impossible to do for, uh, for a not online instructor, if you will. Do you think you would have been as successful had you not gone down this path? Well, maybe I would have been a statistician or <laughs> something else. <laughs> but no, I think the, the fact that I can say, hey, you know, I have a mortgage and this kid and etc. And I can make ends meet and maybe, you know, put money aside, save money and, you know, live at, you know, I don't, I'm not, uh, uh, not wealthy by any measure. But the fact that I can at least make a living is due to, uh, to this, this online thing. And the fact that, yes, I have these calls with my students, uh, the one-on-ones, I have one, you know, coming up in 20 minutes, but I have one-on-ones, I have group calls and I have these sessions with my team because I have some people working with and for me, but I still decide my schedule. If sure. you're a private instructor in a studio, uh, I'd say package your content in a way that's streamlined, that's simple, make five to seven minutes video, sell a course because it's le- you have leverage. You can stay in bed in the morning and people can <laughs> go buy your course. Well, if you're doing one-on-one or say even you're a college guitar teacher, you have to get there and teach a thing, right? So that's I'm basically lazy, right? So I like when people <laughs> things are leveraged <laughs> and I make money while I'm not necessarily doing my thing. You know, I, I try tried as best as I could. You know, I, I read the Tim Ferriss when it came out, you know, in 2009, whatever. So I leveraged my time as much as possible and stopped exchanging directly my time for money. And it allows me to do things like this, you know, be on podcast interviews and think about the business or go take a walk uh, with my kid or my wife and or, you know, write a song or, you know, life. 
Well, what is next on the horizon for you? What's coming up? We will take Jazz Guitar Mastery. And I'm not sure we had plans for mid-September and call it Jazz Guitar Mastery 2.0. Just there's uh, refurbishments I, I make, meaning, you know, I reshoot some old lessons. We add, you know, you have lesson seven and eight, but now you have 7.1, 7.2, 7.3. We sort of, we're still looking at the content that is the paid content. And I'm looking for a 2.0 release of that. The 1.0 Jazz Guitar Mastery was November 2019. So 2.0, two years years later, something like that. Uh, add stuff, remove stuff, add more bonuses, maybe, you know, that that's coming up. But also I work with a local designer and she's looking into the design aspect of so make, just make it look better, shiny. And, you know, because I'm not a designer. So my old stuff, you can go, you know, this, um, the Wayback Machine, the archives, yeah, you can go back yeah. online and see, so go check out Jazz Star since <laughs> out there 2010. Oh my God. So that that's on the horizon really to re-release it to our same audience, just capture more revenue, uh, help people progress more. I want to keep doing the um, uh, getting my leads for the coaching side of things. So just getting you know getting on more calls and just it's, for me super simple on transfers. Like I have this course or I have this coaching, and here's a price. It's like I, I I don't even do sales. I just sit here and I wait for P, the, the inbound is so powerful because of SEO. Uh, of course, we want to finish transitioning fully into the Kajabi platform, which means, again, there's design, there's CSS, there's tiny things. Uh, I have most of my automations already set up, the funnel and the newsletters, whatever, that's already in Kajabi as of like last week. So it's just a coincidence. I'm working with partners, so a guitar guy, a drum guy, and also someone in a totally other niche, and they have their websites on Kajabi actually as well. I'm like silent partnering into some side businesses like this, but I think the highlight, I just don't know when I'm going to have time to do this with all the stuff, but I want to go back back to teaching that's the a chord that's the e chord you know, the beginner 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 guitar stuff just start a pl brand new domain and just sort of offer these these lessons for just to capture a bigger part of the market that's that's coming well for anyone who does uh you know want to learn a little bit more about you learn about your offerings how should they best uh, find out about you jazzguitarlessons.net that's a blog slash website someone interested if you play guitar but you've been interested in doing jazz top right book a call you'll talk to me no bs we get on the call uh i can tell you about that roadmap that I have. We can talk about the challenges they have, but talk about the roadmap I do with my students. Um, best case scenario, hey, come in coaching and have fun with all the other guys. Uh, alternatively, there's this thing called Jazz Star Mastery, which we have on, on an automated funnel. But if people watching this the next few months, they can always join the wait list uh, to be notified the moment. So I have a, a general announcement. But also, I have an early bird, which I announced 24 hours before I go live. So that's going to hopefully come up by September 15th, whatever the Sunday is at mid-September. So jazzstarlessons.net, you can find all about it. And of course, opt-in, put your email, say yes. I want messages from Mark <laughs> and we'll do our best to harass you until you... <laughs> you get the training. I love it. I love it. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. I uh, really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Love, been loving everything the Kajabi platform has brought. The improvements, the new, the new stuff, the new layouts, the way it just, it makes sense. And honestly, with the teachable side, we had a, a bit of a, an issue with the subscription side. I, I don't want to get into detail, but I went to Kajabi. It's like, ah, finally, someone has figured it out. It's like PayPal, Stripe, connections, all this. It's, it's wonderful. If I could move, I, I would, I would actually work for Kajabi or trying to get in and go it's good I, I love I love this platform it's fantastic that is so awesome well thank you again Mark uh, for everyone else listening uh, really appreciate you joining us on the Kajabi Edge podcast don't forget leave us a review subscribe share this with your friends so that more and more people can be exposed to this incredible content shared directly by entrepreneurs who are using this platform successfully uh, we will look forward to seeing you all next week on the Kajabi Edge podcast